0: All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Uh, go open. Neil Armstrong reporting their rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. How are you doing? What's been happening? I really hope you've been having a fantastic week. Well, I've been happy, I've been excited, I've been okay, and mainly it's because of the kind of topics we've been speaking about. So you may or may not have seen what we've been speaking about, but we have recently been discussing black holes. Eh? For the past two weeks... We've been speaking about black holes, and I'd really want to believe that uh, you would now know that black holes are just some of the most poorly understood entities in the universe. Hey, Uh, 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 anything, but it really shows on how complex the universe is. Hey, undoubtedly, it just adds more on. Uh, what we know about the complexities of the universe, you know, uh, one of the most popular quotes of all time. I also want to believe that Albert Einstein said this. Um, I mean, that's what we know, right, that he said this, is that, uh, you know, the most incomprehensible thing about the universe is that it's comprehensible. (laughs) so for the fact that uh, you know we have uh, people uh, devoting their time studying the universe every day we keep discovering new things about our universe Uh, that's just a miracle hey so you really might just want to take whatever you want to take from that code right uh, uh, uh this is the void show and if this is your first time joining us let me tell you for the past two weeks we've been discussing black holes but today we're really going to be uh, you know uh, uh, telling more about fun and crazy facts about uh, 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 black holes and so if this is your first time thank you so much for being here it always feels great to know that you are listening it always feels great Uh, i mean this is a family of great people who are willing to learn new things every week so welcome to the show i am your show host andrew of all time by definition now (laughs) a bit of a recap Uh, what are black holes these are regions of space okay it's space regions of space with a tremendously you know incredibly huge amounts of gravity that nothing seems to be escaping them right even light cannot escape black holes right that's what we theoretically know about black holes now here's one thing that's probably gonna surprise you now black holes you surely think they are black, right? I mean, there's supposed to be a reason on why they're called black holes. It's most probably it's because they are black, right? And you might be right, right? You you might be right. They are black. I mean, they're not emitting light anyway, so why wouldn't they be black? They are black, right? So black holes are black because they are not emitting any light. That's okay. But you see, when you keep studying black holes more, when you keep uh, uh, finding the most important nuts and bolts of black holes you actually now start to see that black holes are not so black after all eh black holes ain't so black after all eh (laughs) that's because you now start to know things like Hawking radiation okay this is uh, uh, a radiation that, that, that black holes are emitting and we're going to be touching a bit on that but it's called Hawking radiation because it was proposed by uh, one of the most popular physicists right Stephen Hawking right So, so, so you now start to see that they're not so black because we now start to speak about Hawking radiation right it's black holes emitting Uh, this radiation you would know that it's 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 you will actually know that it's you know a radiation in some sort of subatomic uh, particles but we're going to really be speaking uh, a bit on on that so essentially what we're going to be doing today uh, uh, we're going to extend more on the you know proving uh, i mean the 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 discussion on the proof that black holes do actually exist okay and here's a crazy fact You know, even though the history of black holes, even though the theory of black holes extends all the way back in time, like to your your 1600s, to your 1700s, the only first picture of the black hole uh, was released in 2019, right? So you're probably wondering, like, uh, uh, for all these years, we've been theoretically speaking about black holes without any tangible evidence? Yes, that's true. So we're really going to be speaking more on how did scientists really know that black holes actually exist even though there was no any physical evidence all the time right for all these hundreds of years so we're really going to be starting on that and extending more on that we're going to be speaking about things like uh you know your your time travel uh wormholes uh uh, uh you, you you really want to be here so after this we're going to be speaking about that. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Active FM. Hot presenters, the best topics, the most entertaining presenters, everything you could ever want in radio. Radio has never been better. Right. so by now you would know that the first picture of a black hole to ever be taken was only released in 2019 right so that would mean we only got to see what a black hole looks like for the first time in 2019 right so before that we we had an expectation on what a black hole would look like right or on what a black hole must look like so we had we 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 had an expectation and that was based on computer simulations it was based on computer predictions right mathematical predictions mathematical analysis mathematical modeling right so because of that we had uh, a prediction we knew roughly what a black hole would look like right but in reality we actually got to see uh, the picture of a black hole for the first time in 2019 right Wow, that was quite a mouthful (laughs) but you know even if that is so it does not mean that we only got to know about black holes in 2019 right it does not mean that because when you go all the way back in time to your 1600s to your 1700s and you start to analyze some of the things that were said by scientists of those times you will see that these people they knew about black holes they knew about black holes you find that some of the writings indirectly speak about black holes right they just did not know that they are black holes right (laughs) you go to times like 1783 uh, we spoke about this scientist in our previous uh, 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 show right uh, it was an english astronomer uh, john uh, michel who suggested that uh, if a star is massive enough it will the star would have uh, a, a very strong gravitational field that any light wanting to leave the star would immediately or eventually be dragged back to the star's surface Right? So, if, if you look at that, you would immediately know that Oh, this scientist was speaking about a black hole eh? And it's surprisingly, Michelle's theories about that star were largely ignored right they were ignored because like in those times black holes were not even a thing like nobody spoke about black holes hey eh? they just did not know about them they were only those theories only got to be accepted uh uh, uh in your 1900s actually uh accurately 1939 that was when uh, physicists like uh robin robert Open Robert Oppenheimer and Hartland, uh, you know, uh, started to see that actually Michelle was telling the truth, and that was based uh, uh, largely on what uh, Newton said, you know, about uh, uh, black holes. So, so that, that that's pretty much it. But the thing on uh, the existence of black holes, black holes existence only got to be believed by scientists after they found evidence of neutron stars right so uh when a star dies it's either gonna be a, a white dwarf right or a neutron star or it's going to be a black hole okay they only got to see the first picture of a black hole in 2019 so you're probably asking yourself like why what kept what what were these scientists holding on right <laughs> for these thousands of years like they've been believing that black holes exist without any physical evidence you're probably wondering that right uh, and let me tell you why scientists believed that black holes exist even though they did not have any physical evidence or tangible evidence that was because mathematics said black holes exist right and mathematics actually work you know, uh, uh, quite a funny story I'll tell you. Uh, in the past, when someone would come and ask me what one weird thing about the universe, right, in my perspective or perception, whatever that would really mean to you, I would probably say to them, it's these weird theories about the universe. You know, <laughs> there are these weird theories in physics, more especially about uh, uh, the universe. So I'll probably just name one of those. But now, I would just say it's because mathematics works. Hey, it's it's a miracle it, it it works so it's not working because somebody believes it's working um choose not to believe it's working and see it working <laughs> hey so i mean planets were discovered through mathematics so mathematics works and so for the longest time mathematics has said uh, uh, black holes exist so uh, uh, a scientist wanted to know uh, you know they, they because mathematics said this they obviously kept researching because they wanted some sort of a physical evidence and so uh they only got to believe that black holes actually really exist after they found evidence of neutron stars right so they were like okay we now know that neutron stars exist and if it's possible that neutron stars exist uh and if you have no clue about neutron stars i would really suggest that you go listen to our previous show uh uh uh, you know these scientists were like if if a neutron star exists then it seemed reasonable to say okay then a black hole must exist you know it was pretty much like that but now the question would be, because I'll tell you what, neutron stars were discovered uh, by their radiation. So they emitted some sort of a radio, uh, radio waves, right, into space. And <laughs> that's the story. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 there were British astronomers who... Uh, firstly saw these radio waves from uh, the sky and when they saw these radio waves i mean we you know we communicate via radio waves and so when they saw these radio waves for the first time uh, they were like oh my word we have just discovered an alien civilization <laughs> hey, they were like that but now we know um it was not an alien civilization and they even named uh those uh, sources of that radiation radio radiation uh, lgm which is a little green man <laughs> right uh, quite a funny story but but now we know better that there was that there was not an alien civilization it was mainly neutron stars right so they discovered the ex uh, they believed or they, they they found proof of existence of uh, neutron stars because of their radiation right so you're probably asking yourself so how did they really believe the existence of black holes was, well well, here's the thing. It cannot be denied that we cannot see black holes in the flesh, right? Uh, Because they are essentially called black holes for a reason, right? I mean, we cannot see that. But I'll tell you what, even though we cannot see black holes in the flesh, because of their enormous gravitational force, we can observe how black holes affect their surroundings or their surrounding environment right and uh this is actually seen, i mean a black hole is black right so we're obviously not going to be able to see a black hole but because of its strong gravity it somehow uh uh uh, uh, uh naturally affect its environment okay maybe there's a star near black hole we're going to see the behavior of the star are oh, we're going to see something that's happening on the star. And that will tell us that there's a black hole here. Let me give you an example. Well, picture this. There's what we call a binary star system, right? Obviously, bi means two. So binary star system that's essentially two stars uh, either orbiting around each other or in some cases... Uh, Astronomers would actually observe only one visible star that's seemingly in orbit around an invincible or an unseen object or an unseen companion. Okay, so it's either we're speaking about binary stars, right? It's either two stars orbiting each other, or in most cases, which has been seen by astronomers, we would see a star that's basically orbiting around an invincible companion. So that would mean two things, essentially. It would mean that if we see a star that's orbiting around something that we do not see, it's either there's a black hole there, or there's a star that's too faint to be seen from Earth, right? So that's uh, uh, pretty much what we would get from that. Now, let me tell you what would happen if a black hole is uh, or if a black hole were part of a binary system and what we mean by that we mean if a black hole were was near a star how would we see that there's actually a black hole here if there was a star near a black hole so this is what we would see now you remember that black holes have incredibly huge amounts of gravity right so because of the enormous uh, 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 gravitation of a black hole uh, it would create tidal forces that would suck in gaseous material off the surface of this star. That's what would happen. So this black hole, if a star was in, you know, uh, in in the black black hole's vicinity, this black hole would literally pull this star. It would eat the star. You know, suck the star. It would pull all the gaseous material off the surface of this star. Uh, uh, if you actually check the picture of uh, of this uh, black hole that's recently been discovered, you would see that around the black hole there's this gaseous material. Right? It's some sort of like uh, a water draining of a water. I cannot speak now. It's some sort of like uh, water draining out of a bath tube. Yeah, it's like that. So this gaseous material from uh, this star would be it, it would slowly spiral into the black hole forming uh, what we call an accretion disk around the black hole so that's how a black hole would affect its surroundings if there was a star in its neighboring hey okay? and that's how we detect that there is a black hole in that area it's probably a time for a song and i'm gonna give you a jam, uh hill song uh, Spirit Lead Me. This is a remix, so enjoy this. And after this, we're gonna chat a bit about um, wormholes and time travel. lead me a hill it's a remix playing on radio that is of course active fm thank you so much for still being here if you are still here it means you are loving what we're speaking about and of course this is the void show i am your show host andrew and i'm really enjoying our discussion uh, about black holes for today do not forget to catch us all on social media platforms uh, 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 active fm and do send in your questions uh, your thoughts about black holes hey What did you really think about black holes? We are so keen to see some of those uh, 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 thoughts. And of course, as we speak more about black holes, and I just want to touch a bit on, uh, 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 you would remember at the beginning of the show, uh, I spoke something about (laughs) black holes are not so black after all, right? And I said this because there's what we call Hawking radiation and you really find a lot of these stuff when you go deeper into studying uh, black holes you know the much more uh, sophisticated physics of black holes now you find that there's what we call Hawking radiation and this sort of radiation was actually named by uh, somebody who proposed that black holes actually emit uh, Hawking radiation, which is obviously one of the most popular uh, uh, physicists, uh, cosmologist, uh Stephen Hawking, right? So, w- what happens here is that Stephen Hawking theorizes that black holes can actually emit some sort of a radiation, right? But this radiation is... Uh, in a form of subatomic particles that somehow do not obey the 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 traditional laws of physics right <laughs> quite weird and so sometimes these subatomic particles are called uh, virtual particles right so essentially what would happen is that uh, uh there would have to be particles uh the other one would actually have to be in outer space and the other one would have to be inside a black hole so at first they actually have to collide and kind of uh what's the word uh, uh kind of uh, uh, uh annihilate that's the word right kind of annihilate each other uh uh, it's actually a pair right so if it's that pair so this is how it starts it's a pair of virtual particles right being created right maybe outside uh, a a black hole and what would happen next is that a black hole would suck one particle Uh, uh and after it has sucked one particle one particle would actually be emitted into space as a form of what we call Hawking uh, radiation. It's a bit really uh, complicated stuff but that's pretty much it. I think what, sh- what what you should get from this is that um there is a radiation that black holes emit and it's called Hawking radiation but you obviously are not going to see that in your with your with your naked eye, right? <laughs> so uh, now uh time travel let's speak about time travel and this is what i uh, this is what i want to end with right let me tell you a story um you see a thing about time travel uh this actually began as um as a fiction writing okay i i'd want to say that because in eighteen ninety five There was somebody who wrote a book, right? Um, Wells. Yeah, Wells. Wells wrote a book in 1895. And this book was about a device that could somehow carry a man back and forth through time right <laughs> i mean you can just imagine i mean that's why i'm saying it was a fiction right it started like that so he wrote a book um, um about uh, some sort of a device some sort of a machine that could carry a man back and forth uh through time and so uh, uh the book was actually called time machine and you would understand it's because of uh this device that um you know somehow can take a man backwards and forth uh through time so this book was called the time machine and so 100 years you know after let me not say 100 years but after the book was published this concept of time started to become a favorite topic uh among the people You know, people started to now become interested in this. uh, 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 People would start to make jokes about uh, time travel. Uh, They would start to speak about, you know, time travel, time machine, uh, 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 and even science writings. Now, uh, people who used to write science fiction uh, uh, books would now start to write more about science fiction. But here's a weird thing. As time went by, and and remember, at first that was 1895. Now, we are in your 1900s, your 1900s, about uh, 1980s, 1988. This science fiction, this idea that now people can actually go back, backward and forth in time, it moved a bit much more closer to becoming a science fact. And why am I saying this? This is because it was now no longer a fiction. Why am I saying it was now no longer a fiction? That's because it was now uh, taken seriously to a point where there were scientists that wrote uh, uh, journals about time machine. Hey. Okay? About time machines and this is in 1988 so it began to to, to be taken serious and there were now scientists that actually wrote the research papers about time machines and it was not only about time machines it was about uh, uh, time machines uh, wormholes were there and 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 the last thing uh, uh, uh the other one was the 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 weak energy condition and we're not going to touch on that but we're going to be speaking about wormholes and these uh time machines right so so they, they 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 started to now write research papers about these but it's not like they you know what they wrote what was like uh here's the ingredient of making a time machine it was not like that uh because what they said in their research papers it was actually Uh, 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 A speculation It was actually a speculation That If we were somehow An advanced civilization We were going to be able to Find a loop Hole In the laws of Physics That would allow individuals To travel Through time Hey there's an extensive history behind these i'm just giving you the nitty-gritty right uh, uh the, the, the the most important parts so that's what uh, uh these uh, you know research papers spoke about it was a speculation that an arbitrarily advanced civilization might just be able to find a loophole in the laws of physics that would allow individuals to travel through time and these loopholes that these scientists were speaking about are what we now call as worm holes so just a bit about black worm holes and um, they are essentially the same things as black holes right but you would remember when we speak about a black hole uh a black hole is what uh you, you remember you think of space as, uh, as as a fabric right as a as a sheet so if a star is on top of this sheet depending on how massive the star is it would obviously curve this uh a sheet right this fabric of space time now uh, a more massive star would actually uh, uh curve this sheet more 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 more. more. More more more, 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 more more right? Uh, so 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 a dead star it would be so dense that it would literally uh you know just sag feather. This it would literally disappear inside it would create a hole. That's it. Right? It would create a hole in, in on this sheet, right? Uh so 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 essentially a black hole is something like that. When you when you look inside a hole, at the bottom of this hole you will find uh what we call a singularity there right which means it's that dead star that has collapsed there you will find it there when you go uh deep to um, the end of a black hole right theoretically you will find that when we're speaking of wormholes uh, 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 uh by contrast wormholes have no bottom you know they have no bottom they are theoretically uh, uh they, they theoretically have two mouths okay connected by some sort of a throat okay (laughs) so it's like a mouth there or let me say an opening it's like an opening on the other side you also have another opening on the other side and there's some sort of a throat or a loop that connects the two, two openings and 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 basically a space traveler that's entering one mouth would emerge on another opening uh within a few seconds right but actually if if they would have to enter an opening from our galaxy uh, you know from like maybe here they would come out the other side having traveled trillions of kilometers right so it's essentially <laughs> that that's what black holes are and so that's pretty much about where this idea of time travel started right and um, there's quite an extensive history uh uh, behind this but that's just uh, the basics on how did this time travel uh uh, uh, idea uh uh, uh, or speculation whatever that would really mean to you uh began right so i hope you enjoyed the show i absolutely did remember we learned about wormholes Uh, We learned about black holes, we learned about time travel, where it began, we learned about how stars die in previous episodes, we know what black holes are, we know what neutron stars are, we know what white dwarfs are, we know, uh, uh, we we know a lot, right, with just these few weeks of learning about black holes. So right after this, some important news and you don't just want to miss them. right here on Active FM, we bring to you the Active Worship Inception Hour The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice at your word, I'm faith. Spotify and Apple iTunes if you're interested in downloading the album well contact us for more info and apparently we have reached the end of the void show um we had a very good journey learning about black holes right uh uh, just before this I really did give a uh uh, a short uh, uh, uh objectives that we had at the beginning of uh, this uh, series uh, learning about black holes right so we we know that now right that's what we know about black holes and one thing that's interesting about science is that it evolves okay so tomorrow there might be something else that's discovered and it completely changes our view of black holes okay so 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 um, um just be updated and if you want to be updated um keep coming to the void show so next week we will be speaking about some interesting news about the universe, right? So, you definitely want to be coming back and checking out what we're speaking about. So, this was Black Holes, and to make sure that you share our show. Uh, 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 You can find us on all social media platforms Uh, Share the show Send in your questions at The Void Show with Andrew That's our Void Show Facebook page Active FM And um, I mean that's pretty much it from us Uh, We love you Take care and have a fabulous week ahead of you Then catch us on Instagram at ActiveFM777, Twitter and Gab at ActiveFM, Facebook at ActiveFM forward slash 7, as well as YouTube at ActiveFM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. ActiveFM, radio has never been better.